0: Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Marvel's Secret Invasion, One Last Fight. Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast. My name is Nate, and this is our spoiler-free review for Marvel's Secret Invasion, episodes one and two. Special thanks, as always, to our friends at Disney Studios Canada for letting us watch these episodes early for review. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geek Centric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys and collectibles, and all things Geek Centric. Now before we go into hiding, let me introduce you to my fellow Skrulls joining me today. First up, beaming down from the high in the sky, we have a Daryl a Donovan, and now a delightfully young man. He's Darcy, the green lovin' Hudson.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hello. You could be a
0: Donovan. Uh, I could, with your hair like that? And the mustache? Uh, sure, I guess A lot so. of Donovans out
1: there, dude. Wearing... I like Darcy, though. I've never been one to not like my name. I don't know if I would shape shapeshift. But if, if, had you had to, if you have to, if you have to, for survival... I'd probably change my name from the, the letter entirely. I, oh, I feel like going you, with the same mean, initials would just be bad.
0: <laughs> but it would make it hard for me to remember. Uh, <laughs> but I did not forget uh, our other wonderful Scrawl host that is joining us today. Uh, he's a Kendall, a Calvin, but never a Karen. He's
2: Kevin, the Cree Killer Hudson. All right. The Cree Killer. Wait, oh, that's good, right? That's good for the context of the show. I think so, right? Yeah. I'll just say, gents, this is my podcast alone, and I am the last person standing between our audience and what they truly want. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. If if you know what you
0: truly want, right into the show and let us know. Uh, how Kevin are you guys- will make it happen. Kevin <laughs> will we make go. it happen. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? I- Dar- Darcy, you're joining us. You're on the run right now. Is that
1: correct? Yeah, I'm on the road for work. But I mean, this show, I've got to talk about it because, oh boy, there's so much to talk about.
0: Oh boy, there's so much to talk about. Before we dive into this review, though, I do want to just quickly uh, just mention <clears throat> something yet again. You might be listening to this review. You might have seen you know the first episode by this point. Uh, and maybe it's already out by the time you're listening to this, And you might be thinking, oh, I wish I could talk to these guys about this show. I want to talk about all the secrets and all the invasions. Uh, well, guess what? Now you can. Our Discord is open, and the link is in our uh, show notes. So you can join us. We've, we're going to have a, a, a spoiler-filled channel uh, available once the show is out, once the first episode debuts. Um, so you can join us. We can get into all the geeky details. Uh, but let me tell you what the series is all about. In Marvel Studios... New series Secret Invasion, uh, set in the present-day MCU, Nick Fury learns of a clandestine invasion of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting Skrulls. Fury joins his allies, including Everett Ross, Maria Hill, and the Skrull Talos, who has made a life for himself on Earth. Together, they race against time to thwart an imminent Skrull invasion and save humanity. The series is directed by Ali Salim and stars Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Kobe Smulders, Martin Freeman, Kingsley ben Charlene Woodard, Killian Scott, Samuel Adewomny, Adewomny, Dermot Mulroney, Christopher McDonald, Katie Finnerin, with Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, and Don Cheadle. Secret Invasion premieres June 21st exclusively on Disney+. Uh, so let's get to it again. This will be spoiler-free. We're not going to spoil any of the secrets of this secret invasion, uh, but let's just jump right in and share our thoughts. Darcy, I'd love for you to kick us off.
1: I mean, I love it. I, from the, the beginning scene, I was hooked on this show. It was The, the pacing is incredible. The story is incredibly intriguing. I, I can't wait to find out more as we, we see more. I just want... The next answer, the, the new question answered immediately, basically. I love it. Uh, it's yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's the easiest way to put it.
0: <laughs> he loves it. All right, Kevin, how about yourself?
2: Uh yeah, I mean, uh, I I I made sure before going into the show because I was I've always been a little like wait which one is which. I had to get a little history lesson from the guru himself, Darcy. What's you know who are the scrolls? Who are the Kree? And I kind of just went okay, the Kree are the bad guys. There's there's typically the bad guys in our stories, and the scrolls are the good guys. We want to root for them. And then this show goes and turns it on its head a little bit, and you're going wait a minute. Can I trust them? Who do I trust? And that is very much a huge element of this show. And I did get a little nervous after that first episode. I was like, man, if they're going to play the the scroll trick and and we don't know who anybody is the whole time, that might get a bit much. I was glad to see that the the second episode here did tone down on that a little. But I do think that that mystery is always going to be there because the whole idea is who can you trust? And they do such a good job with that. This is, you know, I saw some other people's early thoughts on the show and, "Oh, it's 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 humorless." Well, yeah, it's supposed to be. You don't watch the born identity for the jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, this <laughs> is this is deadly serious Marvel. This is espionage. This is, you know, covert intrigue and they nail the tone of it so well. I was hooked on that tension and suspense. This is again Marvel showing that they they're they're different they want to be different every time they come out and I'm loving the tone that these first two episodes lay down for the show well and I I mean
1: my answer to what Kevin said quickly he said it way better than I did so (laughs) sure I'll just I'll
0: just re-edit it to cut in Kevin's response when you go yeah Uh, perfect but you know this is the first series of phase five and so they they have to bring the heat with this um you know I think it's you know, you, we were ta- You were ta- mentioning Kevin about people thinking there's not as much humor. I think Samuel L. Jackson uh, always, always just brings it, and and he there is a level of humor to him, but it also goes along with his swaggy attitude and just how freaking badass he always is. Um, and and I, you know, there are there were some moments that did even have me chuckling uh, within the first episode. Uh, I think you know the the idea of how these episodes are sort of laid out I think the, the pacing for these episodes I, I think might be something that could rub people the wrong way I know for myself in episode one I, I it did and then by episode two I fully understood sort of what they what they were you know getting at with the pacing I think you know if you if you're watching episode one and you're kind of feeling like it's going a little too fast for you it's fine don't worry it's it it does slow down a little bit in that second episode, purposely, and I think for a good reason. And and ultimately, I think this pacing, in terms of that sort of breakneck speed of the first episode, it's to put you into the shoes of our main character of Nick Fury, so you know you can kind of be on the same sort of uh, wavelength of. You don't know everything that's going on. Nick doesn't know everything that's going on. And that's new for this character of Nick Fury. Uh, And so I think that's why it might feel a little bit jarring at first. But after a little while, uh, especially in that second episode, I I definitely fully sort of got hooked into uh, understanding why
2: they were pacing it the way they were. And you touch on uh, another element that I could see rubbing some fans the wrong way. And that is, this is not the Nick Fury we're used to um this is not the same Nick Fury that we've had for the last you know 15 years now a lot's gone on in this man's life and he a lot's gone on in the MCU and Nick has kind of been there through it all he has seen some shit and he is wearing those scars not just over the eye but you know emotionally um and and it's and it's clearly clearly worn him down this is a a beaten down, broken Nick Fury. And and then, you know, you did also say that he's coming with some quips. He's He's got this, like, I've got nothing left to lose attitude, yeah. right? You know, he's he's been through, survived, and returned from the snap, and now it's like he feels like this is maybe his one last chance to save Earth. Uh, but there is that sort of PTSD of the snap lingering there, and so he's battling these two sort of, uh, you know, elements of his personality all at once. He's This is the most complex we've ever seen, Nick Fury. And that is so great that the character mm-hmm. kind of needed that push to be challenged a little. You know, everything's sort of, he's always gotten the job done. And now it's like, how, what's he going to do? How can he do it? I love that sort of intrigue around the character. And I really appreciate that the show
0: doesn't just, you know, sort of, um, in a way, pick up from the last time that we saw Skrulls. It, it it kind of does a thing where, where yes, there is a gap. There was a gap since the last time we saw Nick Fury. And it acknowledges that. And I really appreciate that because it it actually, like, the characters are actually saying, like, where were you? What was going on? Not just the audience saying that. And oftentimes, when when we have these characters that are gone for a long period of time and then come back, we don't really sort of get them acknowledging or or, or saying, you know, that they were actually gone. And I I like how the show sort of aligns us as the audience with, with these characters in that way um speaking of a few other characters like mm-hmm. i also want to bring up olivia coleman as probably was just about to oh that was my so next person fricky. i wanted to bring well up. then darcy <laughs> talk about her
1: what what, just,
0: what why is she so amazing in the show i
1: mean i said it i i think we were driving to a screen other day again you were saying it's i'm saying it now Goddamn, it, hockey summer so we've been traveling <laughs> back and forth a lot summer. together lately so yes. we were talking and i said She reminds me of a Dolores Umbridge of the MCU in that she is delightfully charming and incredibly terrifying. And every time she's on screen, she is stealing the scene. It is, I can't wait for more of her character. I love it so much.
0: Yeah. She's, she's, she's so like, she, you want to be there in the room with her and all you want to do is get out of that room. The moment she starts drilling into, uh, you and we know, you know, drilling into these characters and. Yeah,
2: she's she is. She's terrifying, but in such a lovely way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Umbridge is, is such a great parallel to draw so there. Good. I love that. Um, and, you know, uh, it's such a fascinating character. And I just love that in the last five years or so, the MCU has gotten to this point where it's like, oh, let's just go get, uh, you know, uh, uh, an Academy Award winner who's been nominated for Best Actress three times in the last four years. You know, just one of the sure, like whatever. literal, not <laughs> one of the literal best actresses on the planet working today. Let's yeah. just get her into our show. Like, it's amazing that people want to come and work on the series, and it just. And especially in a show like this with so much gravitas and so much, so much you know uh, at stake here and 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 depth that she can deliver and and really bring it, bring the performance there. Uh, you know she's top notch uh, in, in what she's doing there. And like you said, love to see her. Would hate to 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 be near her though. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, another standout in this series, uh, also terrifying at times in the show, is Kingsley Benadire, um, who just has such a suave reserved sort of presence and that's what's sort of scary it's like
1: what isn't he saying that's terrifying yeah he says so much without saying anything Anything. at at times and you're just like okay what what is going on in this man's head and it's so again invigorating to have a villain that is that like appealing for for the mystery or the what's behind the words he's saying i love it Mm. and then when he does talk though
2: yeah. When once we get to the second episode, and you sort of okay, now we're understanding his motives and, and motivations. They like that's what these first two episodes are doing. It's such a great, almost two part setup to where we where where these characters are coming from, why they're doing what they're doing. You know, it, 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 they did a great job there. And when he does talk, it's even scarier. He doesn't need a lot of words to to make an impact. Uh, I just love that we have the second person in the MCU with Ben Kingsley in their name. It might be. <laughs>
1: Mixed up a little bit, but <laughs> sure. it's our,
2: you know. I, I, when I saw the credits, I thought, well, that's interesting, anyways. Just a, I thought that was a fun little, oh, yeah. And I mean, we've it. already got a couple of
0: Benedicts as well. Like, I mean, just how many of these, all the
1: Chris's, like, yeah, just, they like know, to repeat names repeat, for these actors,
0: <laughs> their names. Um, and I think, uh, the only other person that I do also want to call out, uh, is Don Cheadle, um, who you know, I, I'm, I'm in the in these first couple of episodes, um, I'm happy that, like, He's he's not fully in the show. He there there you know we're just sort of getting a little less of him, but there is a sequence with him uh, in the second episode that I think is one of the best moments I've ever seen Roadie on screen. It was fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. honestly it feels like they're just using him and this, his presence in this show to almost set up where he'll be for Armor Wars and yep. I gotta say sense. I love what they're doing with the character and I can't wait to see where his story spins off from this secret invasion it's it's really cool how they're managing to set up for shows without directly saying this is what's coming next
2: mm. well and I, once again this is not the same character we're used to he has he, he again seen some shit he's going through stuff he he is at Rhodey's at such an integral position where he is now that like he's not kind of that fun loving you know guy that we, we we met all the way back in in um, Iron Man two I guess if that's the the Don Cheadle iteration of the character um, or maybe Iron Man three I can't remember when the the switch happened but anyways once again even even from Falcon and Winter Soldier his tone has changed a bit. He's a mm-hmm. bit more serious. He's, he's you know, no nonsense. And uh, yeah, I think he's he's doing a great job. And like you said, I, I'm very curious to see how this leads into his sort of role in Armor Wars and everything.
0: Now, as far as the tone of the show, um, you know, I, I think I sort of said in, in a tweet, and I'm sure it's all over Twitter, people comparing this to uh, Andor. Um, it is a elevation in maturity for the mcu uh it does take its time um in terms of like you know it's i think it slows down and it's in the second episode where it starts to take its time after the sort of breakneck pacing of the first episode um and i'm okay with that i i i really do hope though that they can nail what they're going for within the next four episodes um because it you know even though they're an hour long each which is refreshing I, I just it's a lot to cover. there's a lot of ground they have to make um, but the tone of the show there it's it's violent. like there are some violent deaths in this show. Um, and and you know I think even though the action and sort of these more heightened moments are a little bit um, spaced out in 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 the in, within the episodes, it when you get to them, they are worth it. They are absolutely worth it, and I'm I'm just thinking there's a scene in a in a butcher shop that, trust me, when you see some of the things that happened in that butcher shop, oh my gosh! But is there is there anything that you know we're kind of gushing on the show right now, talking about all the things that that I I think really did work for it? Is there anything that sort of stood out to you guys that maybe detracted
2: from your experience with uh, with these first two episodes? I mean, personally, I haven't really seen anything in these these first almost two hours that that didn't work for me from you know um, the, the acting uh, I love the character actors they brought in even in smaller parts to again like we talked about right off the top the tone this I, you know I, I love comparing it almost to a born identity. Um, and not just because of that sort of espionage, uh, CIA covert tone, but, you know, that the mystery for Born is who am I, whereas this is flipped and we're going, who is that? Who is that? Who is mm-hmm. that? You know, you, I love this idea that you really can't trust anybody. And they do such a good job over those first two episodes saying that's the friggin' point. You can't trust anybody anybody so I'm not even sure where I stand after these two episodes if I really believe everyone and everything we've seen there has to be somebody pulling some strings that we just aren't aware of I mean one of the characters we we, we've seen obviously it's not some mystery character but who is who is being sincere who is being truthful and who is really pulling the wool over our eyes and that is so fun and so exciting to think about going into these last four episodes and and Darcy, you know, being our mm-hmm.
0: our resident comic book expert, um, would you say that this is doing the Marvel thing that you love of of differentiating from the comics? Is it sticking true to the comics? Where are we at with
1: that? Well, so so far it's very divergent in my memory because the the Marvel comics was more about all the heroes being you know replicated and stuff like that. Where right now we're we're it seems like we're in the early stages before they've gotten that far, or if that even is an end goal. Right now they're just trying to. You know, sneak in wherever they can. So, I I'm loving how they're doing this, and again, they're really upping the game from from that original comic uh, run. I think.
2: Uh, now, when you say heroes, are we talking heroes? Are we talking the same heroes that very subtly? I love the little subtle mention. There's a there's a great conversation that happens between two characters, and they say, you know, our friends. And we know who they're <laughs> right. talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Are those the friends that start getting
1: replicated? That's the thing. In the comics, oh. you couldn't trust anyone, any hero in the game because the Skrulls in the comics, being the ultimate baddies that they are, had found a way to replicate the Earth's mightiest. And that's how they were so such a threat, was that was the route they are going. Where this one is more, again, that political thriller subterfuge against the people that you're afraid of, not the heroes, which I think is really cool.
0: I, I, I will say, yeah, I think that is actually, a little bit it's it's kind of refreshing right mm-hmm. because you know I I feel like oftentimes in in these shows when we do have them you know I, I think back to like WandaVision and it's like when is Doctor Strange gonna show up when is Doctor Strange gonna show up right um here I I don't really feel like I need that and I I think it's refreshing that we're following sort of the the, the you know the Maria Hills the Nick Furies right the, the, the there's Talos. regular
1: guys who got in way too far and, yeah. and are having to deal with it yeah
0: yeah it's really 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 good I think the only thing that I noticed within these first two episodes and it's so minor but I think there's a, a little bit of of sort of some awkward blocking uh that's happening there's some there's a couple of moments of dialogue that felt a little bit weird where where a character just sort of says one it cuts to a scene we see three people in the scene as character says one line and then it cuts the next scene it's kind of it's just a little bit off in terms of what i'm used to with the quality of sort of how these shows are done but other than that like that's i'm 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 reaching i'm I feel reaching like you're looking for something to, i'm reaching to for you that. like at that
1: point <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but uh but yeah let's get to our final thoughts and uh you know, we're not going to really put a score on these because there's there's only two episodes out so far. I think instead we'll just sort of go with, you know, final thoughts. And will you keep watching? Do you recommend people continue watching past
2: episode two? Uh, I'll jump right in and uh, give my final thoughts here. And I have to say, um, this was another one of those shows where I was like, eh, I don't really know what to expect. I don't know how excited I am about the Nick Fury show. Because let's be honest, that's kind of what this is without being called you know, something like Fury or whatnot. Like, this right. is very much his show. And what they've done in these first two episodes, it's like, fucking. this is the Nick Fury show, and I love that because, like I said uh, in my opening thoughts, they've made the character so interesting now. They, I'm so, like, uh, into his journey because it's not just cocky, cool, badass Nick Fury who who, you know... Can can save the world on the the flip of a uh, of a dime here. He is in over his head. He is literally against the toughest forces that he single handedly has ever had to go against, and that just adds so much drama and intrigue. And then you you pile on this incredible cast of characters and and the actors playing them. Um, I, I just I'm very excited to see where this goes. This feels like it'll be a six hour movie type event. This isn't a Uh, an Adventure of the Week style show. This is going to be one through-line story start to finish, and I love that. I love the the shorter six-episode time frame. Um, I will just say my only thing going forward is if you tease me in episode two with Christopher McDonald, who is one of my favorite character actors in the world of television uh we're talking shooter mcgavin himself if you tease me with him in a scene for like five seconds with one line of dialogue and that's all i get to see of him over the course of this that's gonna <laughs> bump it down a whole number grade when i get to my final thoughts wow. at the end of this okay um, uh, but in all seriousness i can't remember a marvel project where we're discussing it like this and again we're only a third of the way through but i can't remember one where i'm just like I was pretty much perfect for what it is and what it wow. what it's done so far. I got nothing bad to say at all, and I think that's that's a real testament to it. Uh, you know, the, the, the trailers made it look cool, but I still wasn't sold. I am so sold on this. Two episodes in, beautiful, Darcy. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Kev. I've, I mean, except for the fact that I was excited before because, again, being a comic book nerd, I know the potential of this. These you know shapeshifters and how dangerous they can be and how much you know again political intrigue you can spin from that and what they're doing with the show is incredible. You you said if I would recommend this people or if people should watch it, one hundred percent. If you are looking for more from Marvel, this will satisfy that urge because it is so more so much more mature. It has so many more like interesting plot lines that aren't going to be resolved before like in the next episode or anything like that. They're going to keep dropping these mysteries and they'll just pile on top of each other until what I can only hope will be such a satisfying conclusion when when Nick puts all the pieces together and figures out what's what's going on and what's at stake. And again, I'm I was hooked from the first scene and I was I'm begging for the next episode now because with we mentioned we only talked about four of the actors and how great they are, but the entire cast in this show is bringing it in every scene, and it is maybe that's what's making it so good. But Ben Mendelsohn as Talos is. Mm, Incredible. Yeah. I'm so glad we got to return to this we character. How did get through this
2: whole review and not mention him yet? That is, yeah. that it, is a travesty. It, he's I so know, damn I, good. Yeah, <laughs> I was saving it
1: for my final thoughts because again, he is so, an, yet another reason to watch this show because another character who we were familiar with but now we've seen what his time on earth has done to him and why where he's at in terms of his race, like, why is, should we trust him? He is a Skrull and this is a secret invasion of the Skrulls. So w- where's that going? And just, I, I can't wait. This show is incredible. Watch it. I'm going to keep watching. I'll probably watch it a hundred times once it's done. If it keeps up this, this track record, cause I am loving it.
0: Good stuff. I'm loving Ba-ba-ba-ba. it. ba 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 Grimace's birthday. Um, I, <laughs> maybe Grimace is a scroll. Um, I No. He, he, no
1: he, one's going to understand why you're talking like about <laughs> that. That's so out there.
0: Um, I think, you know, I think Captain America, Winter Soldier, and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier walked so this series could run. And this series runs. And it's it's really, really it, it, it's it's just really sort of um, I, I'm really enjoying sort of the 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 big sort of shocks that it is giving us the way that it's, again, using uh, the characters experiences off screen as a way to sort of supplement all the moments that we haven't seen and, and, and giving us understanding of sort of it's sort of telling us like. Hey, this is this is where characters were. This is what's happened, um, and it's acknowledging that. And I, I really do appreciate that. Um, I I think it's, again, it's 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 a it's a more mature take. It's a more mature tone, uh, and ultimately, yeah, I think I think. Th- Let's just put it this way. If the if each episode ends as shocking as these two episodes ended for completely different reasons too. Like having me feeling completely opposite ends of the spectrum of feelings with each ending of of each episode. If they can do that for the for the next 4, um this will be a fantastic fantastic series and the first fantastic series uh, in phase five. Um, so, yeah, watch it. Watch the crap out of this show. I mean, it's Marvel. You're going to do it whether we say two I or I just not. don't
2: understand how you can be a fan up to this point and pick and choose projects. You can't No. You know, you have to kind of watch everything and maybe suffer a little bit through some of the ones you don't like. Like I didn't love Miss Marvel say but you got to mm-hmm. watch it and there's there's a reason these shows are happening so that the movies don't need to spend the, as much time explaining character arcs and everything like that but like this is one that my goodness it's so damn good uh, you know not only do you have to watch it I I can't imagine you not enjoying it absolutely uh but that is it for this uh, this
0: review discussion uh for uh, secret Invasion episodes one and two. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, if you want to write into your show with uh, write into your show or this show uh, with your thoughts on this show or any of the movies or shows we cover, uh, well, let me just send a secret scroll code over to Darcy so he can let you know how you can reach us.
1: Well, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if you don't trust Gmail like Nick Fury doesn't trust a scroll, oh. then you can reach us on Twitter at geekcentricYT or on Instagram at wearegeekcentric.
0: Keep in mind, we have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies and TV shows, including our recent spoiler-free review for uh, The Flash, uh, Disney and Pixar's Elemental, Flame and Hot, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, and Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, which we also have a spoiler-filled discussion out for. Uh, we also have a ton of interviews out now, like our most recent interview with Peter Sohn, the director of Elemental. Justin had the chance to sit down with this man, and I can't wait for you. To, if you haven't watched this interview yet, go watch it. It's so lovely. Uh, you can tell he put so much of himself and the team of Pixar into that movie. Uh, you can find that interview as well as all of our interviews uh, on your podcast service of choice, or over on YouTube at youtube.com/slash/geekcentric. And coming tomorrow, we'll have our interview out with Kingsley Benadir, who plays Gravic in this series. Uh, and uh, as well as the series director, Ali Salim. uh, Justin had the chance to sit down with both of them, uh, and so you'll be able to check out those interviews uh, tomorrow. So make sure you subscribe here, subscribe on the YouTube, keep up with all the geeky goodness we got coming at you in this hot geek summer. uh, As it continues, look forward to more of our coverage of things like Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We might possibly have an interview uh, with some of the cast Uh, of that movie, as well as our upcoming review for Wes Anderson's Asteroid City, uh, and... We also will be doing a Watch Club for Secret Invasion. We're going to break down each episode weekly with episodes releasing on Friday. So that gives you a little bit of time in case you miss it. You can join us for our Watch Club. Full spoilers in the Watch Club. Uh, We'll get to all the secret details. Um, So, you know, check out that Discord link in our show notes so that you can also maybe write in. Maybe you've got theories. You want to tell us about them. We can talk about them on the Watch Club. Um, And so, yeah, make sure you do all those things because, you know, if, if you do that, I promise to find you a new home. Okay? You'll get that when you watch the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, D- Darcy and Calvin, I mean, Kevin, thank you so much for joining me for this secret review. And as we say, love ya.
2: Laters. Get home safe, guys.